0: token prayer that we are about to recite, it's one of the distinctive prayers of the High Holy Days. We recite it only twice, once on Rosh Hashanah and the other time on Yom Kippur. And like all prayers, it speaks in metaphor. We are mortal, we are frail, people are born, they live, and they pass on. Some reach the ripeness of old age, others do not who by fire, who by water, who by war, and who by beast, who shall live in poverty, who in prosperity, who shall be humbled, and who exalted. We are on trial. That is the metaphor of the High Holy Days. God sits on the throne of justice. God is Dayan Ha'emet, the judge of truth. Recording and recounting our deeds, inscribing judgments. As the Unitana Tokiv prayer speaks of judgment, I would like to dedicate a few minutes of our time together to the life of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Justice was her first name. Justice Ginsburg. How fortunate to be able to devote one's entire professional life, to the pursuit of justice. Tzedek tzedek tirdof, the Torah commands, justice, justice shall you pursue. And the word justice is repeated for emphasis. It was a verse that Ruth Bader Ginsburg quoted many times. I never met Justice Ginsburg personally. But when she died on the eve of Rosh Hashanah, I felt personally bereft, as if a member of my family passed away. There are some human beings who fill such huge spaces in our lives that when they die, we can scarcely comprehend. God pours into these people some mysterious talent, some potent heavenly mixture. And all the rest of us simply stand in awe, basking in their reflected radiance. Her death should not have come as a surprise. She was in poor health for many years, and yet she survived. Challenge after challenge, illness after illness, she pulled through so many times that we almost forgot that she, like all of us, was mortal. That there would come a time that she would not prevail. And thus we were shocked at receiving the news. She gave all she could Every last drop of life's energy was entirely consumed. Nothing was left. She died on the bench. A good life, a life well lived, leaves a void. We feel this void today. We are in mourning. The Talmud tells of the death of Rabbi Safra. When he died, the rabbis of the academy did not rip their clothes as is custom for Jewish families in mourning. They said that they did not rend their garments because they were not Rabbi Safra's next of kin. Rend your garments anyway, the rabbis instructed. Because when a great teacher dies, all are next of kin. Every day we consider their teachings and implement their judgments. Justice Ginsburg was such a formidable presence in the life of our country that many millions of Americans are in mourning today, it is not only that we worry about the direction of the country. It is that we felt in some way that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was our next of kin. We will consider her teachings and implement her judgments for decades to come. She was a daughter of our people, who represented the best of us. She was a proud Jew. She often spoke about how Judaism's values, its sense of justice, formed and informed her. She wielded enormous influence in a quiet way. Every American girl, every American woman, and every American man or Woman who cares about equality and dignity owes her eternal gratitude. She was ferocious in the pursuit of justice. A quiet, even introverted woman, slight and small, with this gigantic spirit, the spirit of a warrior. Her courage was indomitable, her determination indefatigable. What a magnificent soul! She was a giant, but a gentle giant. Her presence was large. She filled the voids, the empty spaces of life, but she did it in an utterly unique way. Some big personalities fill the room with color and noise. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was quieter. She was thoughtful. She was the type of woman who ennobled our spirit. She taught us about fairness, dignity and decency. She taught us how to pursue justice – relentlessly. Never give up. Never give up. The sages teach tzadikim af bemitatam kruim chayim. The righteous ones, even in their death, are called alive. How so? Asked the sages. How can someone who is mortal and has passed away continue to live? Because their words live on. Their teaching lives on. Their example lives on. As the Jerusalem Talmud explains, we do not erect monuments to tzaddikim, divrei hem hen hen zichrona. Their words are their memorial. Justice Ginsburg died on the eve of Rosh Hashanah. In Jewish tradition, the most righteous die on Rosh Hashanah. The final letter of the book of her life was written at the completion of the full additional year she was granted. God granted Ruth Bader Ginsburg every last possible moment between last Rosh Hashanah and this Rosh Hashanah – a full year minus a couple of hours – in deference to the setting sun and the preparations to welcome the new year. There is a belief that when death occurs on the eve of a Jewish holiday, it is as if God himself descends from the heavens to kiss us home. God has descended from the heavens and kissed Ruth Bader Ginsburg to her heavenly reward, welcoming home a good and faithful friend. I envisioned God greeting her with these words. Well done, my servant, well done. Now it is time to rest. You inspired generations. Others can now pick up the torch and continue the work. We who are still on earth recite the ancient words of gratitude. From the book of Ruth. And all of the people said, May God bless Ruth, who has come into our house. And the women, especially, praised God for the gift of Ruth. Maya Angelou wrote, when great souls die, after a period, peace blooms. Slowly and always irregularly, spaces fill with a kind of soothing electric vibration, our senses restored, never to be the same, whisper to us. They existed. They existed. We can be, be, and be better. For they existed. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's life was a blessing. America is a better place, and we are better people. Because she lived. May she rest in eternal peace under the sheltering wing of God's presence.